All right, hi everyone, and uh, welcome to the Eli Kavan Project. So I already did a uh, a podcast on one of my favorite books. So now I decided to go um, into the physics side and maybe do a a podcast all about um, you know some of the particles that we see in the standard model. So like all the particles that we've invented and that we've seen in the LHC, the Large Hadron Collider. And I just want to give you like a, an overview of all of it and go into maybe some light theory and not like do a lot of the math and stuff. Um, I think that's a great thing about physics. You know, you can you can Google all this stuff. And there's tons of resources out there to read the theory and, and understand it, even on simple terms. Um, I've taken a few of these courses, so maybe I understand a little bit more of the mathematics. But, you know, even still, it's just something really interesting to study. So uh, let's get into it. So we'll start with the, the standard model that describes all the particles that we see in the universe. So it's split up into two types of particles, so fermions and bosons. So we'll talk about bosons first. first. So bosons are, are, are called force carriers. They mediate the fundamental forces, uh, and they uh, basically tell the fermions what to do. So they're, the, the fundamental force is just in case you need a, a review. It's, it's like the weak force. So that deals with mainly radioactive decay, that's stuff outside of the nucleus. Uh, there's a strong force that keeps um, things in the nucleus together. So like the proton and neutrons, they're made up of stuff, and they keep them together, the strong force. Uh, gravity, that's pretty self-explanatory. That is, um, it's never been, uh, there's no theory of quantum gravity that's been proven yet, so there's no theory of, you know how gravitational interactions work on the on the atomic scale, but there is a theorized graviton, and graviton, gravitational waves have been observed, but not, not not the graviton hasn't been seen yet. And finally, the electromagnetic uh, force, which I think most of you would know, uh, and also the Higgs boson, which is a little bit apart from um, these other forces, and it it was recently discovered in 2012. It was basically one of the biggest deals in physics ever. And it gives mass to all these particles in a process called spontaneous symmetry breaking. So even though we had written all the standard model, like we had written, we'd seen all these particles, no one really knew why they had mass. Um, and so this Higgs boson was theorized and they found it. So it was, it was, it was a huge deal. Okay, and then all at, at these high energies, these forces are suspected to be unified. So they're supposed to, well, there is a there are theories of the electroweak force where electromagnetic and the weak force act together, and at grand unified theories, there should be you know the strong force added to the electroweak force, and then finally we should have this theory where gravity fits into all that. But unfortunately, that again has been basically the biggest question in physics today. One of the biggest questions in physics today. Um, so I'll just say like for the strong force you're looking at like gluons and for the weak force you're looking at like the W and the Z bosons and then obviously the electromagnetic force you're looking at the the photon okay so now we'll move on to fermions so fermions are the particles that make up matter right so they come in three generations um, and each generation is heavier than the the previous so for example you know we know what the electron uh, the second generation is called the muon. It's, it's heavier. It's a lot heavier, actually. And then the tau. And the tau is even heavier. And no one knows why um, 
there are three generations. So another big question. Okay, so hadrons, they're, they're particles within the nucleus, and they're made up of quarks. Uh, and no one's seen one quark in, in existence. The crazy thing is, is that when you try to pull apart some quarks, they, they, they want to stick together. Like their interactions get stronger the more they're pulled apart. So it's a, it's a very hard force to deal with mathematically, is for sure. So those are hadrons within the nucleus, and then leptons exist outside the nucleus. So those are your electrons and your neutrinos, which are the first, first generation leptons. Okay. So that's all I kind of wanted to say about maybe what we know for sure. Um, in terms of stuff that we don't know as precisely, for example, string theory, String theory is a type of gut, G-U-T, so a grand unified theory. Um, so it's really a, quanta, a, a, a complicated quantum field theory, which is something I might go over in a, in, a, in a future podcast. And so all string theory says is by considering these particles as complicated structures, complicated mathematical structures, we can unify these forces. So, for example, um, QED, which is like the theory of the electroweak force, in the early days... Like, you, you describe these electrons to come in these structures called spinners. So they're actually four-dimensional objects because, and it gets complicated, but you need, you know, a left-handed electron and a right-handed electron, and then it's uh, antiparticles, left and right. Um, and it's because these left and right-handed particles behave differently under these forces and behave differently under, these, uh, under different symmetries. So again, very, very um, difficult stuff. Okay, so that's string theory, which most people really don't even like today because the truth is we've had the LHC open for I don't know, over 20 years or something, and we, they keep saying, you know, we'll find some more particles at a, at a higher energy, and they haven't found it. So people use other types of complicated quantum field theories to describe um, and to answer some of the, the hard questions that we have. So one of those would be, uh, loop quantum gravity, which is, you know, again, something that maybe in an, another podcast I can talk a little bit about. Okay, so that's it for string theory. Um, what I didn't mention here that we, we do know about is antimatter. Uh, and it's basically the exact same as normal matter, except it has the opposite charge. Like for the electron, there is the positron, which has the exact same mass, behaves exactly the same, but it has a positive charge. And there isn't much of this in the universe. And again, no one, no one knows why this is, right? So, you know, we can see antimatter within certain uh, particle processes, but no one knows why the universe started and decided to make a ton of matter and decided to completely ignore antimatter. So an, another huge question in physics. All right, now more into the universe or cosmology stuff. Um, recently, relatively recently, and I say that, I mean, within like maybe 50, 80 years, I guess, which is recent in physics, uh, it was found out that most of the universe is composed of dark energy and dark matter, right? So, you know, we look through these telescopes and we notice that there's all these um, uh, galaxies with this extra mass that shouldn't be there. Like, they were spinning too fast and stuff, and you're like, what? That shouldn't, that shouldn't be doing that. And so we attributed that to dark matter. And also the universe is expanding faster than it should, right? And so then we, we attributed that to dark energy, um, and so, you know, most of the stuff that I've talked about that, that are, um, that are questions in physics, like, you know, matter, antimatter, imbalance, or the graviton, or even, you know, talking about 
um, string theory or, or stuff like that. At least there's like a really good theory that's been worked on for many, many years, like, you know, 30, 40 years or, or, or 20 years that people have, you know, that people like. And some people agree with, some people don't. But no one's really come up with a super great theory of dark matter and energy. Um, you know, some people still don't think it exists and they're trying to figure out ways to adjust their string theories or adjust their quantum gravity theory so that, you know, it compensates for this dark energy. So it's a very, it's probably the biggest question in physics today. Like if you had to name one question that no one knows about, it's why the hell is dark energy and dark matter here? No one knows why. Okay, so that's all I want to talk about for now. Basically, you've had this, you have this overview now of every single particle that we know in, in the standard model. Um, in the quarks, there's like, there's six of them. You can, again, you can look up tables and you can see those if you want to see those. It's not really important for me to say, oh, there's an up, there's a down, there's a strange, there's a charm. They're nice names, but they don't really mean anything until you, you know, see what they make up of. Like, you know, two ups and a down make a proton and, and so on and so on. Um, but so that's a, that's a high, a high level explanation of all, all the particles we know about. Uh, in the next physics podcast I do, you know, maybe I might do some like quantum field theory and, and try to explain that at a high level or, and, and maybe go into some loop quantum gravity is again, really high level stuff. Or maybe I'll talk about general relativity and special relativity, which are the stuff that, you know, Einstein basically helped us out with. Uh, so thanks for listening. I, I hope you enjoy the podcast and, uh, leave me a review and, and, and tell me about other things I should uh, talk about.